pseudo emergency version of the weekend wire uh we probably would have done this last night but aro went to cleveland for the knicks Cavs game five and saw the knicks game. close out the Cavs in front of their home crowd and um got back to syracuse new york at about 4 a.m last night uh yep. did it did it all in one all in one go so no staying over staying overnight so he's an iron man and he's still here like 12 hours later um but we had one of the most shocking playoff upsets um, in the history of the league last night. Um, we were talking before we hit record um, if this heat upset over the one seed Bucks is the most shocking that we can remember. Um, the We Believe Warriors was the other candidate that took down Dallas in 2007. This was right after Dirk got announced he won the MVP. Um, you know what sucks? We didn't get yes. the MVP announcement before this like series. Well, if Giannis somehow won. I mean, we kind of know it's Embiid. Yeah. Yeah. If we got an official statement and it had been Giannis that won the MVP and then this happened, oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. I, despite that, I still think this is a bigger upset considering that the, the Heat were about to lose in the play-in to the Bulls and lost the first game to the Hawks, they didn't have Tyler Hero for pretty much the yeah. whole series. They're, they had lost Oladipo in game five, or, or no, in game three, I guess. Um, and he's, I mean, he's out for the, the year. It seems like he, he already said he was going to get surgery. Um, we had a ridiculous game four where Jimmy, we'll, we'll, we'll talk game four, talk game five, and then get to the bigger, more interesting, big picture stuff, I guess. Um, so game four. Game four was the coolest. It was like a spiritual experience. In the game four was, I, I, there were two, game four and game five, I'm sitting watching on my computer. And because I'm like kind of studying, but like kind of not. Like what I've been doing these past couple of days is I've been, I've been, as these games tip, I watch like this, the full second half of every single game. Right. Basically. Right. And then in commercial break, I'll like turn it off and then come back box score watch. But I'm like sitting here and there were two, there were two moments that made me pretty much fall out of my chair over the last two games of this series. One was when Jimmy hit the second pull up over drew um, in game four. He, I lost my shit. They call a timeout. He yells to the, he yells to the middle of the floor. He goes, this is my shit. <laughs> And it's just fandom It's one of the coolest things I've ever seen. Um, the second one was, I guess there were really two last night, where the first being the Jimmy Tippin at the buzzer to send it over, not at the buzzer, 0.5 seconds left, which we'll get to later. Um, the tip-in. Um yeah. almost when Giannis sort of uh threw the ball, panicked, almost threw it out of bounds off of the jump ball. Um, and then the third one was the uh, when he fouled Struess on the three-pointer. But uh, we'll get to all that. We want to talk about game four first. Game four. Um, Giannis is back. His back is still not 100%. You could tell he's kind of – he's not moving. Like, I don't know. My opinion is that in game four and five, he wasn't moving, like, quite the way we were used to. But he was still able to have have pretty good games despite the free throw, the free throw stuff that we get into earlier. Uh, Jimmy comes out. He goes nine for ten. He's 22 in the first quarter. Um, 
the Heat are down 33-28. Even after that, you're thinking, oh, this is this is going back to Milwaukee. It's despite all the effort. Uh, Lopez has a great scoring game. Him and Giannis on the pick and rolls um, was pretty much unstoppable. Unstoppable. It was one of the best passing games of Giannis's career, where he ended with the triple double and he's just kind of dumping it off to Lopez. Um, Jimmy gets an and one to cut it to five with four four minutes left um, in the game. Um, and then the Cody Martin show comes and he gets fouled by Middleton. And then he cuts it to one with this three in the corner over Giannis, uh, where he does the, you can't see me. Um, he, he gets the offensive. There's his Caleb, right? Yeah. Sorry. Caleb where he, yeah. Cody is yeah. the other one where he, yeah, Sean, um, yeah, yeah, okay. where yeah, he, yeah. he runs from the corner like the, the opposite corner, right? Like he runs from the opposite corner and gets the offensive rebound right in front of the heat bench um, that sort of, sort of saved the, gun, the game. Lowry gets the steal. The heat lead with 317 left. They go on a 13-0 run, another two minutes and 30 seconds. Can we just talk about the steal too? Like what was Giannis doing? That's not how you go and call it, like to call it a timeout. I don't understand. It, it looked like he, he it looked like he didn't know where he wanted to stop. Like, yeah, like, which I, like it shouldn't I, really matter. How you do it. Like you kind of, you know, the 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 expert thing is to kind of do it and then sort of jump stop, call the timeout while you have yeah. two hands on the ball. And he was kind of being yeah. so like careless with it, and it was yeah. just easy easy thing for Lowry to do. They throw it ahead to Jimmy for the dunk, um, and that was this is just one of the crazy miscues the Bucks had in the series where um, it ended up costing them, but Giannis gets this and one to get the lead back um, with like these Euro steps where he's like basically doing three point line. Um, then Lowry throws or, or Martin. This is, this is when Martin hits again. Um, Holiday hits a three. That was his last good play of the whole series. Basically it felt like. Um, and I didn't even think that was a good shot. <laughs> no, it's not. You kind of, it's, he's like kind of a no, like, like I don't feel confident when he's shooting. Middleton. Yeah. Like yes, ever. I do still. I don't, Drew, it's yeah. like, uh, like, I don't like this ever. Like it doesn't, never feels like a good shot. Um, yeah. Lowry throws it away in late in game four. Duncan Robinson. I thought playing. that was it. Yeah. It kind of feels like, oh, this is it. Uh, we're going back. Jimmy gets fouled. Giannis to Lopez again. Um, then the Jimmy threes happen. He chums up. He sort of just pulls up. It's it's almost the exact spot where he pulled up for the win in game seven, the conference finals last year. Um, pulls up, cans it. That's the lead. Giannis misses this sort of post-hook type shot. Uh, Jimmy gets the ball, hits another what looks like a three. His foot's on the line. This is the play that we were talking about earlier, about 50 seconds left. Uh, heater up three, huge swinger momentum. Drew turns it over. Jimmy gets fouled. Two free throws. Giannis misses again. Game over. Jimmy ends with 56 points. Um, the Heat scored 30 points in the last six minutes of the fourth quarter. Um, and it's 3-1. You're feeling... Jimmy, um, Jimmy entered that fourth quarter with like 35 he scored 21, I think, in that fourth quarter alone. Yeah, I mean, he he got to the line really over again, and he can yep. get to any spot he wants against, it seems like, anyone. Um, yeah. He looked comfortable the entire series, and that's not something that was fixed in Game 7. 
I mean, in game five feels like it shouldn't, it feels like this should have not been over in five for the, for the number one team in the league. Um, we'll get to that. Um, they should be up three, two right now. Yeah. Try to close out in Miami. <laughs> yeah. We should, we should talk. I mean, before we get to game five, I think we have to talk about just the historical stuff from game four, where he goes for 56 and where that ranks along uh, what we've seen recently. I think we talked about this a little bit. Um, the recent playoff games that we've had really in the last like four years or so, there's been a lot of good performances. Um, have Jimmy, Jimmy, Game six, the Eastern Conference Finals last year. Um, another good one is uh, from last year is Steph's 43 in game four, sort of bring them back to life. Um, and then if you go to 2021, there's Dame's game five with 55. There's Kawhi's game six in Dallas. That's the first round. And then the KD. Um, game five and game KD, seven. Game five and game seven. They lost game seven. Um, yeah. The game five is when he had the triple double. Um, with this is when Harden was was he playing? One like, yeah, I think he had a decent game. Game he five. played in both, right? Yeah, I think he played in both. Okay, yeah, but like he was like a shell in game seven. Um, yeah, I think game five was still like somewhat moving. Yeah, and then you have the real, real, real high level ones, which I think are LeBron twenty twelve. This is going way back, but LeBron 2012 game six in the conference finals where the, the meme comes where he's like the angry face. Um, the game five of his 2007 conference finals where he scores, I think, the last 25 points. And then his game seven, 2016, the block, the triple double, um, all of that. And then you have Kawhi game seven in 2019. Um, even though the, if you look at the if you look at the box score and you look at the shooting numbers, it's not that impressive, but he was the only guy who's doing anything and he had I mean, some yeah, really, really tough shots when they needed it the most, including the most iconic shot and the game winner. Yeah, the team. Um, yeah. <laughs> game six 2021 finals would also rank above what Jimmy did just because of the finals. But I think, I think we got to give Jimmy the sixth spot there. Yeah, I mean, like stuff in our lifetime. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I think I'm sure there's someone that watched Jordan play that has a couple or like. No, definitely. I, we're we're going back to stuff that we've yeah. seen. I, I mean, 2007. Yeah. I couldn't even tell you if I saw it or not. But no, like, yeah, I'm sure I watched it. I don't really have a recollection of it. Yeah, like I've seen the clips, <laughs> yeah. but um, yeah, in terms of our lifetime, I think it's up there. And yeah. I mean, man, he is at a level now that. I want to talk about this later, but the, the best player in the world spot is vacant right now. And there are a lot of guys who's a ch- who have a chance to take it. And he's one of them. So, yeah. Uh, okay. Let's talk game five. I, I was going to say, like, the, also just the context of like the perimeter defenders he's playing against are like literally, this is like the team that we're like, oh my God. Like, when we talk about wing stoppers, they have everybody, right? Wing and like, you know, big two guards. Like, you got Drew. You got Wesley Matthews you can throw at him. You got Crowder you can throw at him. You got Giannis you can throw at him. Like, you had everybody at your disposal to throw at him. Which they didn't. Uh, you had Middleton, who's like can hold his own normally. Yeah. Uh, and he's just getting to a spot every single time. It's unbelievable. It wasn't even like tough buckets. Yeah. Middleton's are there, but I don't think, yeah. I don't know if he has anymore. They, they kind of stuck with Drew for too long. Um, and yeah. He was, he was, he was telling Drew that he couldn't guard him in the fourth quarter of this game. <laughs> Buck was but yeah. still like oh, um okay game five the heat start out hot from three again 
they're up they're six of 13 from three in the first quarter they only lead by three it's a lot it's similar to what we saw in game four where you feel like they're playing so well but um the bucks are still hanging around the bucks are actually up six um at the end of the first half in the third quarter it was just a flurry of threes by both teams um grayson allen gets this four point play puts the bucks up eight it's like you're kind of like you see that and you're like oh if that's happening like they're probably they're probably going to get through here they're up they end up going up 16 into the fourth and they collapse again um i'm going to skip ahead there was so much that happened in the last minute and a half but i think it's better to just skip ahead to that because jimmy hits a three to tie the game he says you can't guard me to holiday timeout bucks um and you can look up the clips of all this stuff it, it's it's crazy like the the house so much he's being yeah. like to the fans like not not like draymond but like he's like yelling at them but after the game it's like he's like what yeah the waves walking off, yeah walking off the floor um yep. they get this amazing play by lopez to force the jump ball um it was going to be a junk, a dunk by Jimmy. It looked like on the fast break. If it wasn't, um, and this is the play on the jump ball where they get it. The Bucks win the jump. They get it to Giannis. He sort of hot potatoes it. He doesn't want to get fouled. Giannis, by the way, finished ten to twenty three from the line, which is like forty four ish percent. Not good. Not good at all. Um, Love gets fouled out and blocking foul. There's 28 seconds left. Bucks are up two. Jimmy comes down. He hits, he shoots a wide open three. Everyone thinks it's going in, by the way. He yeah. misses it. I was shocked. Yeah. Uh, like, okay, this game's over. All right, all right. Um, Holiday goes to the line. Bucks up four, 15 seconds left. Then Gabe Vincent, which has kind of been forgotten, um, hits a three. Six seconds left. Huge point game. Yeah, just pulls up. No hesitation. Um, then this crazy play happens where – oh, no, this is, this is the jump ball. I, I messed this up. Um, they call a foul on Lowry when he looks like he's stealing it from Middleton. And they maybe could have called a foul at Middleton here. But they review it, and they say incidental contact, but since no one had possession. But if you watch the play – if there would have been no call in the moment, the heat would have gotten the ball because Jimmy's standing about yeah. five feet away, sort of like the ball is coming towards him. He can just catch it and they can set up a final play to win the game. Um, and they call jump. In this scenario, you get to pick who jumps. Um, the Bucks pick Brooke, the Heat pick Bam. They do not pick Giannis um, to jump, which is kind of crucial because of what happens next. Um, Bam beats... I mean, Bam loses to Brooke on the jump here. The ball goes to Giannis. This is what I was talking about earlier. He doesn't want to get fouled. He sort of hot potatoes it, um, tries to get it to Middleton or Drew. It's kind of unclear. He kind of just threw it towards the, the announcing broadcast table. And if you're watching the game, you could see Middleton running toward, like the angle that they had. Middleton running towards with his hand, like stretching it out desperately to get the ball. And I think he, I forget who was doing the game um, last night. I don't know. Um, it was on NBA TV, so I don't know. It was Brendan Haywood, and I forget who the the play by play was. He was the color. I can, I can get that for you. Yeah. Okay. Um, 
So like, you can't really tell what's happening because like the camera, like they, they don't switch angles fast enough. So you're just hearing like, you're like, are you okay? Like you're hearing like this like jumble and like, you're like, what, what is the ball? <laughs> um, but it ends up going to Drew. Matt Weiner. I don't know who that. I don't know who that is. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. Um, yeah, this game is on NBA TV right away, which is which is kind of crazy for questionable. Yeah. So consequential because they don't they don't want to go up against the draft. Like this game probably could have been tonight, or one of the games last night could have been tonight. Yeah. Um, but they don't want to go up against the draft, which I guess which I guess That's is nice. um, Middleton saves it to Drew. He makes an amazing play. Um, Drew makes one of two crucially. Bucks are up two with two seconds left. He called timeout, timeout, inbound the ball, advanced the ball. You know, they take Bam out. And in response, Bud takes Brooke out and has Connaughton on Jimmy. And they run this sort of back screen play where Jimmy is supposed to catch a lob, and he does. But when he catches it, he's like halfway He's like leaning back. He's like he's like horizontal almost, dude. <laughs> like, like he's 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 like almost parallel to the ground, and he somehow makes the layup. <laughs> they probably could have called a foul. So it's tie game now. 0.5 left. Bucks have a timeout. They don't call it. Which they're just stunned. Is I mean, like is that like your, coach? Yeah, coach has to call that. It's your one like immediate. Thing, um, yeah, <laughs> that's the one thing you can do there. <laughs> yeah, it's your one responsibility there. You have two guys in Brooke and Giannis that you feel good about throwing a lob to and maybe getting fouled or maybe getting a bucket, and they don't call a foul, um, or they don't call a timeout. And so we go to overtime. They sort of, I don't even remember, I don't even think they got a shot off to end regulation either. Um, no, Giannis just had the ball, like Giannis yeah. caught the inbounds and they just like dribbled past the guy. Yeah. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, we go to OT five minutes of extra basketball here. Um, Lowry fouls out with three minutes left. Jimmy hits another dump jumper, stares down Holiday again. Um, Vince said, I own you at one point. I <laughs> like, yeah, saying pretty... so much. I saw that later. Yeah, I didn't see it during. Like, I was like half driving, half watching. So, like, I didn't I mean, even all of this stuff is so awesome. Like, after. just the. <laughs> Like he just doesn't care. Um, yeah, I think. Ugh, I mean, we'll get we'll get to the big picture stuff later, but there's so much. <laughs> that comes um, Vincent gets a bucket, five point lead. Giannis fouls out Bam at the other end, but then he misses both. And you're like, oh shit. Uh, Zeller gets a dunk. Zeller comes in for for Bam with his his like alien goggles. Oh <laughs> Um, Middleton free throws, Giannis bucket cuts it to two, 40 seconds left. You're like, okay, they're, they're getting, they're kind of a good spot here. And this is when Giannis fouls Bruce on the three point attempt. And it's just a terrible play. There's no question about the call. He gives him no place to land. Bruce goes like flying like four feet back. Um, deep three by Struce, but like Giannis stepped up right into where he can't, where he should know that he can't. Um, and Struess hits two of the three. Giannis gets a um, Giannis gets a put back. The heater up two with 25 seconds left. 
Um, Vincent misses, I think a jumper, a runner, I forget which. Um, and then the final play, which we've seen over and over and over again. Where, I mean, the Heat played great defense on this play, but the ball does not get to Middleton, Drew, or Giannis for the final shot. Instead, you have Allen, who looks like he has an open three for a second, decides to drive in. He starts his first step of the Euro step when there are 0.1 seconds left on the clock. Doesn't I mean, even, not even man. remotely <laughs> close to getting it off. Like, not, like no, there like, was no, like, we don't need to review. Like, yeah, it's there was, pretty not, clear. there's no question of what ha- happened. Like, yeah. um, <clears throat> Man, and the Heat just kind of run out in the court. They had two timeouts. They had two timeouts. Yes, they did have two timeouts left. They could have drawn up something better if they didn't like the look or bring in the personnel. You know, you have this is this is, it's all like why not burn the timeouts? Like you you're getting more yeah. overtime. If it goes to the next overtime, you get more. So uh, yeah. another, you know, more bud stuff. Um man, the, the heat just kind of run out in the court. My mouth is agape. Like, I don't, I can't really process what just happened. <laughs> They're just screaming. Jimmy's like running around. Like, it's, man, like, it just, it was just over. And wow. Um, franchise altering claps for the heat, for the Bucks. Um, and you think like, Man, if they don't, if if KD isn't wearing a shoe, a size too big or whatever he does, whatever he likes, where he he hits the three, or they call it a two, and with the game, the Bucks go to overtime and win. You don't have Bud because he would have gotten fired for sure. He probably should have gotten fired anyway, which is what we were saying. But that's yeah, <laughs> we're yeah. like, if there's ever a time to fire a championship winning coach, it's right now. <laughs> like, right now. Like, you watch, we all Please. watched what happened. <laughs> yeah, um, like, come on, man. <laughs> Uh, got bailed out like <laughs> oh. Oh, man. so many ways so many. they almost I mean, lost to Atlanta too like they dropped two games to that Atlanta team which is that's not good either yeah yeah Ugh, everything about that yeah the Bucks scored two field goals <laughs> after seven minutes after there's seven minutes left in the fourth so that's 12 minutes of basketball that's the seven minutes and then the five from overtime um Giannis goes 10 for 23 at the line. Um, you can point that out and say that's the difference in the game. I'd argue it's that and the coaching stuff because yeah. we never saw Jake Crowder, like, ever. And he's, Yeah. Why'd you even pick him up? Yeah, he's what first. He traded five second-round picks for this guy. Um, I think he played, like, 40 minutes total in the series, if that. I mean, I don't even remember. Like, maybe a little bit in game two, game three. Um, when it wasn't yeah. close, but nothing meaningful. Didn't feel like a lot. Um, they never tried Jamon Carter on Butler. They never double Butler. Never really even tried to do anything else but just having one like Butler working in isolation. He looked comfortable the, ent- yeah. the entire way. Um, yeah. And yeah, you have like figured out like he's really fucking good. He has risen to the he's risen to the occasion in the playoffs more than anyone else um, in the last three years um when you go back yeah you could honestly even say like last five yeah i mean if you start if you start the range with the bubble and end it today he is the best playoff performer in that range and if you go back one year it's it in 
have it five years, then it's between him and Kawhi. Um, yeah. But he's and even 2019, he was very, very good for Philly. Even in 2019, he went with Kawhi. He was the man on the Philly team, and they lost a heartbreaker. Um, and he, yeah. you know, he hit the layup to tie it with four seconds yeah. left, whatever it was. Um, if Kawhi doesn't hit that shot, Philly ends up winning that series and wins a chip. Like we're having a very different conversation about Jimmy Butler right now. Very different. Oh, he's the best player in the world. I think if yeah, like, yeah, which is you know he still can, he still <laughs> can take this tight. He still could take that. Um, yeah. I mean, we thought that Giannis wouldn't have a problem with this free throw shooting stuff after the game six of the finals, where he goes seventeen for nineteen. Um, today was not that um 10 for 23 yeah why couldn't he have done this against us man like, Maybe it's the best <laughs> yeah i mean you're at home for both games right. um, it's, not, it's not like i don't know i just i don't get it um and now we got to talk about the bud stuff and really like the value like what the regular season even means because We've had the top, the number one, number two, four, five, six, and seven defense have all been eliminated already. And yeah. number three is Memphis, and they're probably going to lose tomorrow night. Um, yeah. This is the sixth year in a row. I saw this last night. I couldn't believe it. The sixth yeah. year in a row where the team with the best record in the league overall fails to make the finals. And the fourth year in a row, the team with the best record in the league fails to make the conference finals. Unbelievable which is crazy. Um, I really couldn't sleep last night after this game, to be honest. Like, it took me a while to fall asleep just because what it's tired. Um, Mostly because we were driving, but yes. Well, yes. Uh, (laughs) I mean, yeah, it kept you up safe. Uh, Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean (laughs) – you can't say the, the best player in the world spot is vacant now. I think the guys that have a chance to, to claim it and someone's going to have to take it. Like, I don't think, I don't think you can just say like, it's not Giannis. So now it's this person by default. Like, I think someone has to actually take it. I think the candidates are Steph, Embiid, Jokic, Jimmy, Tatum, KD, Booker, LeBron, and AD. With AD being a little bit of a question, but if they, like AD to be the best player in the world, they would have to win the finals and you have to be compete. Yeah. Uh, same with Booker, I would say. But um no, same with Tatum, probably. Yeah, yeah. Booker, I, I mean Tatum conversation is a good one. Also, just in general. Um, it's been it's been a good one. No one wanted to hear it, but it's been a good one. Trust I mean, me. <laughs> we've known. <laughs> we've known all this. No, he this man, I not, I'm not even gonna get into it, but like all I'm gonna say is. Look at the teams that Tatum has had ever since he got into the league. And look at the teams that Booker's had ever since he got into the league. That's all you need to look at. You know? I just don't think after, – la- after what happened last year with Dallas, I just don't think you can, like, say, like – you couldn't have said that last year. Yeah. No, Tatum played great in the NBA Finals. Man. Oof. I mean, sheesh. He's good in the conference. I mean, <laughs> he made it farther and he was good in the conference finals. Um, I don't know. One guy, one guy dropped back-to-back 40s in the NBA Finals. Man. That's awesome. <laughs> That's true. Um, (laughs) It's a conversation. That's all I'm saying. (laughs) I think we're both. Anyway, are we both like you're rooting for the Suns, obviously, but yeah, I mean, like, yeah, like it's hard to get behind this. Um, Yeah. 
that's that I mean by the numbers that's the best first round performance ever by a player 38 yeah. six and five um I think in terms that's the best performance that I've ever seen yeah what what I was able to come up with the top off the top of my head was the LeBron 2018 versus the Pacers where he had the game the game winner in game I five. Mean, 2018 like every single round LeBron yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. this the first round like yeah. um where he you know he plays all all 48 in game seven but that was a that was like the pacers it wasn't like beating the number yeah. one seed in their house yeah. the road he never had a game like jimmy did in game four so yeah i think we got to give the nod to jimmy um and uh, just first round series i i don't think i can recall one that's like yeah that's what i'm saying just first round yeah because there, there have been some like later round series that i could like see like you can make a case for some guys but like first round man, against a team that's actually good i don't think Against the team that was the favorite to win the title. Um, and, man, Embiid's the only top five scorer left by points per game in the playoffs, which is insane. Um, and what's also incredible is just how well Miami shot. They shot uh, 155 pull-up jumpers. Effective field goal percentage was 59%. That's the highest – that is the higher than any regular season number over the past 10 years. And the next highest, like the highest out of all of those is 52.4, which was the 72, 73 win warriors in 2015, wow. 2016. Um, and the Bucks play a lot of drop where they drop Brooke Lopez in the paint. And he kind of does the thing where he's not trying to get three seconds. to so he like pitter patterns his feet. Um, and the Heat were just like, yep, we're going to give us those shots. We'll take them. Just a, a, like, the biggest coaching mismatch that we've ever seen. <laughs> like, I mean, ever. we talked about this oh before with um, – I mean, really, when we talked about this was the Nets series. Um, but I think we did a little bit in the bubble when these two teams played in the Heat one and five. But Yeah. Um, I mean, we kind of saw it with Nurse – uh, in 2019. Yeah. But I think that Bucks team was also just not ready, plus, like, the Kawhi factor. So I don't think it was just coaching there. Kawhi was just so happened. good. And, and so was yeah. the – I mean, if you go back and watch, like, the, the – the le- how many shots – how many crazy shots the Raptors made where Ben Bleach yeah. just like, turned into Curry for, like <laughs> – like, he was – Ben Bleach was, like, kind of like a no-name before that series, and he completely – Yeah. Yeah. Um, with yeah. that, and sort of carried it over in the finals. Um, yeah, same thing. I mean, yeah. the Bucks. Where do they go from here? I think the obvious answer is to fire Bud. I think you have to. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm surprised he's not fired already. Uh, I, I think the only reason it hasn't happened yet because Giannis is kind of he's having like they're having to talk to him about all this stuff yeah. before these decisions are made. This is this is going to be the Friday afternoon like news dump. Like, I would expect. Like, I'd be surprised if he's not going by now. I don't know. You think it's going to take more than that? It depends. So, it depends. Like a late offseason thing? Well, they can't fire him until they know who they're going to hire, right? Like, for a team Uh, that that is this good, like, if they're going to hire Vogel or they're going to hire Nick Nurse or Kenny Atkinson, and those are probably the three outside hires that you would – Yeah, I would, yeah. Yeah. Um, And then if they're – I think Nurse is probably the favorite out of those three. Which I'm all in. I'm on board for that. Yeah. <laughs> but, 
I'm also I, I think on board with Dan Tony if this would ever happen. I think that would be fascinating. But I think um, it'd be interesting. I, I still think it would work. I don't know. If, well, I don't know. He is a, the style of play would be really fun. Like what they yeah. Would, uh, I'd be curious to see what they do. But, so my problem with Nurse, I, I just wanted to say the problem with Nurse is that I don't know if his offense is going to look any much better than how the offense looked before. Yeah. I think the defense might get better and like they're going to be better like adjustments wise, the rotations are going to get better. But like I think I Nurse might know, like, like like the nurse, like if they hire Nurse, like it might be more of like a emphasis on like the type of players they get kind of thing. Like, yeah. Like they might be going for like actual like big wings that are not Middleton. Yeah. Like they might be, yeah. you know, making trades. And I think there are some trades that could be coming um, for the team. I don't know if it's going to be one of their one of their sort of big three, but um, yeah. I think Lopez is still really valuable. Um, yeah, all these guys. Yeah, I think you proved that this series. Yeah, all these guys that they have that they really didn't use, like Crowder, um, Portis yeah. was nowhere in the last two games. Um, yeah. After being such a big part of their run last year. Um, man, I mean, this is, <laughs> this is like something like you can't have this loss and then run it back. Like you just can't. No. Um, and I think the Clippers experienced this in the bubble when they blew it to Denver and they fired Doc and made some changes with Harold. And- oh, well, okay. I was going to say they did kind of run it back after 2020 when they lost to the Heat, but they didn't because they did make the big splash for Drew. And it did make yeah. a difference. Yeah. Um, so I think you got to try and do something like that again. And I think this might, this time it might be Drew and Middleton on the block. Also uh, such a demoralizing loss like this, like it can really forge your team. But um, if you're, if you're another team in the league and you're looking around, like could Giannis be unhappy? And I think he's like the least likely person to, to demand something to demand a move. Um, yeah. But, you know, Dame is kind of the, the seeds have been planted for him to lobby for Giannis move to Portland. And um, I don't think Giannis was happy with Bud. Some of the comments after the game. No, I think he wanted to guard like Jimmy Butler. Jimmy. Yep. And Bud was not, I mean, that's the thing with Bud. He's stubborn. He doesn't want to adjust. And it's come to bite him in the ass a couple yeah. times now. Um, yeah. So... <laughs> I think Nurse is definitely not if, – if, if there's an argument for Nurse is that he's not afraid to do that at all, and we've seen him do it time and time again with playing zone. He'll find it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He'll, he'll, he'll do whatever he wants to do to win. Spolster's sort of the same vein, which is why I think we like those two guys so much. Um, but, yeah, you can't run it back like this. And if, you know, they kind of have this aging core around Giannis now with, with Holiday Milton and Lopez and not – a ton of young like talent like not really much at all <laughs> if you if you go down the roster like who are you excited about that's like under 25 uh there's not really anyone that they have unless you really believe in Javon Carter um I love him but like he's yeah. good but I wouldn't like center anything any discussions around him um so I mean yeah we could talk about this all day but <laughs> it's just man yeah the, the, the takes that are going to come out of this from media side have kind of already started to happen, but it's going to get crazy. Yeah. No, I mean, it's, there's going to, this offseason is going to be very, very frustrating for them 
like media wise, because there's going to be a lot of speculation flying around. There's going to be a lot of things that are going to be said about this team. And if they don't make changes, that looks honestly even worse than if they do. Um, so I think you're kind of like at the point where like you kind of have to do something. Um, and I think, yeah, it starts with the bud firing, but I think a lot of heads are going to roll in Milwaukee after a loss like this. I know Giannis tried to like downplay it a little bit. I uh, saw so you retweeted that. It, it seemed like pretty much everyone retweeted that video of like, oh, like it's not a failure. It's like, you know, steps to success, yada, yada, yada. It was a good answer. Uh, it was a really cool answer. You know, it seemed like a positive mindset. But at the end of the day, man, like you lose to the eight seed as a one seed um, and your team couldn't get you, you know, you, I mean, I guess his team got him one win without him, but like, you know, they couldn't mm-hmm. figure out a way to get more than one win. Um, at the end of the day, like, you know, you can call it whatever you want to, but you got to like something's got to change something is missing there for sure um because you can't just chalk that like i mean if you're losing to jimmy like now you think down the line you would have had to play boston you might have had to play philly you know even the Knicks are not like an easy matchup by any means you know they proved that against cleveland uh, they have a lot of size to like kind of match up um so uh, i don't know I- i'd be worried about this Boston. and the east is only getting better you know you expect cleveland to make moves this offseason too we can talk about, I'm sure we'll get to talking about that too, because that Cleveland was up there for the biggest disappointment of the first round until the Bucs managed to pull this off. Yeah. But, uh, you know, there, there are a lot of teams that are going to be looking to get a lot better this offseason. Um, Detroit's coming, Charlotte might be coming. So, uh, yeah, I'll be worried. Uh, okay, we'll, we'll, hit, we'll hit Lakers quickly. Um, that series is still going on. We're going to have game six in LA tomorrow night. Uh, game four was really uh entertaining um good vintage taken taken over in the clutch by lebron um some crazy jaw in the open floor stuff where you can never tell what he's gonna do um and he's a madman i mean just it's awesome game game five um memphis rides the home court stuff um davis plays good every other game like literally he he was good at games one three and five and really bad in two and probably even worse in game four and game five he's great um so we'll see what happens tomorrow night but grizzlies go on a 26 to 2 run and that's kind of the story of the game um it got out of hand really quickly and uh i think most people were more in tune to some of the other games that were going on but um i think we both think it's going to end in la tomorrow um but you know, I wouldn't be shocked and you can never can tell with the injury stuff. And uh, after the Warriors were able to win last night, we'll mention that quickly. Cause I know we, I want to save the last couple minutes for you talking about your, your Nick's Nick's Cavs game um, experience, yeah. everything that you saw. But um, if we do get, if we do get Warriors Lakers in the second round, which is what it's looking like, that's going to be exciting. And I think uh, we'll definitely, we'll, we'll preview that. Uh, before whenever it starts which could be monday monday tuesday but um fox the hand thing was kind of a problem um it looked like but then the game started and he looks just fine and he was really good um and the kings made seven out of their first nine threes they go eight for 12 as a team in the first quarter from three and then miss all nine of their attempts in the second quarter uh clay gets hot great minutes from Gary Payton, the Warriors actually win a stretch where Curry rests. They go on a 12 to one run during that time, which is really huge for them. Um, you can't let that happen if you're the Kings. Yeah, you can't that, let that happen. And I mean, Looney, another huge offensive and defensive rebounding game with just great defense on Sabonis um, and some of the actions that the Knicks, that the Kings were trying to do to uh, get the ball in the paint. Um, and then 
most of the fourth was during Bucks Heat, and I think everyone was watching Bucks Heat. Um, but there's it was a close game with about a minute to go. The Warriors got a big stop, and then Curry kind of dribbled around in a circle and got an and one and that sealed it. But I mean, part of the champion, man. <laughs> I don't know what more you can do. Say. It. They find a way every time. Yeah, uh, my mind's on the Bucks, but um, that's going to be an awesome series if we get it. Uh, even if even if it's you know Grizzlies, like there's really no bad scenario here. Um, with what we left in that in that sort of side of the bracket in the West, because it's either Kings, like if you go through it, Kings, Lakers, get the 2002 stuff all over again. Um, Kings, Grizzlies would probably not be like that's probably it's entertaining. That's yeah, fun. Like fun. It's like transition fun. basketball. Like really fun teams <laughs> need to play fast. Yeah. a lot of athleticism. Um, Lakers, Warriors. I don't even have to explain why that that would be awesome. And then. Uh, Warriors Christie's would just be a lot of bad blood every match. So, um, okay. You went to Cavs next game five. Um, I didn't watch a ton of this game, to be honest. I was studying, but I don't it seems pretty clear that the Cavs uh, just don't have the personnel to compete and they don't have the coach who's willing to do the things that could help them compete. Um, like Allen's coming out so far on these pick and rolls that yeah. – like Robinson's just kind of like ducking behind him for, for baskets. Um, yeah. And I mean, Robinson by himself had more points and rebounds than Mobley and Allen combined in game five. Um, I think we're going to power rank the most disappointing calves and that includes the coach. Um, but <laughs> and then we'll get out of here. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It was a really enjoyable game. Uh, we got there a little bit late. I had a class in the morning, unfortunately. So uh, we missed pretty much all the first quarter and then like halfway through the second uh, so the Knicks were already pretty comfortably up at that point. Uh, and it was like kind of like the Cavs were trading baskets, but they couldn't really figure out a way to get on a run. Um, every time it felt like they got a couple stops, they couldn't score on the other end. And then you know, like quickly would come down and hit three Brunson would get some, some kind of easy basket. Um, and it just felt like the Knicks were able to kind of like keep that lead pretty stable at double digits uh, for most of the game. Uh, I think the most exciting part of the game was really like, I want to say early fourth, was when the Cavs actually made their one run. Uh, they started hitting some threes. The crowd was really, really getting into it, which I, I will say props to the crowd. I, I think it was a little bit too much, but, like, they were getting hype at, like, threes to cut the lead down to, like, 15, which I was like, like, like come on, guys. Like, you know, you got a long way to go here, but, like, I, I respect, like, how, like, into the team you guys are. Um, but, yeah, they managed to cut the lead down to six. It really felt like – I thought the Knicks were kind of folding there a little bit. Um, it felt like, all right, like, you know, youngish team. Like, not even youngish, but, like, an experienced team. Uh, on the road in a pretty loud building I was kind of you know like okay like this is where it kind of falls apart you go back home game six close it out do your thing but it's tough to close out on the road I get it uh but then I think it was quickly or Toppin that hit a three um and that kind of like really quieted down the crowd huge three um and that like was kind of the story the rest of the night where like it felt like the Cavs would just not be able to put together that kind of run again they had their one chance can capitalize on it uh, Mitchell was missing a lot. Garland, I felt like, like it, he, he didn't even have a bad game, but he just wasn't all that assertive. And so like, he wasn't really able to like make an impact on the game, if that makes sense. Um, he didn't, I think like stat line wise, it actually wasn't even that bad of a game for him, but like he kind of you know, come into the series as one of the league leaders in assists. Uh, you can't expect a little bit more impact from a guy like Garland. Um, and I just never really felt it. He's never really felt like he wanted the ball. Um, in his hands, he never really wanted to like kind of take control um, of the offense. Uh, Mitchell was sort of in control of the offense the whole time, but like the shot just wasn't hitting. And if it's not hitting, then like 
it's pretty tough to get something going. Um, the Cavs really struggle with the size too. Uh, even after like Julius Randle came out in like street clothes in the second half and like, you know, like they still couldn't really take advantage of any of that. Uh, Mitchell Robinson was like, had like three guys draped on him and he was like still getting a hand of the ball and like getting offensive yeah. boards. No, he uh, physically dominant. Like, he was so dominant of those guys. He, he was incredible. Yeah. Um, I think he finished with like 20 boards. Something like that. It was ridiculous. Um, I think my friend said that between Josh Hart and Mitchell Robinson, like those two alone grabbed more boards than Cleveland did as a team, um, which is like that, that just cannot happen. Um, and especially when like you think about the Cavs, like they wanted their like little twin towers thing. They want to play with size. That's what they kind of want to like pride themselves on. Um, and then you just get beat out on the boards. You get beat out um, inside of like, it's like they weren't getting the easy baskets on the other end either. Um, so like, it wasn't like the size was really helping offensively. Um, honestly, pretty disappointing, like watching the Cavs offense uh, overall. Like that, that was probably the biggest takeaway from the game. Was like, dude, like these guys are just not that like good. They're the regular um, like season. Mitchell, like that beat up on bad yeah. teams and really fooled us all. Yeah. Um, yeah. And like, like Mitchell, I was playing? expecting so much more. Yeah. What's the point of playing the two bigs if you're going to get killed on the offensive boards like yeah mucks yeah. up their ball get some wins man Find no some creativity for picker staff despite what limited person they had um no the offense is very like you know simple pick and roll heavy guard like garland mitchell somebody do something make something happen yeah there's not like that much ball movement um, i get it like the personnel is not the greatest but like you know you, like you can find something you know open up chetty for some shots or something you know uh, even running garland off the ball to like get him some better three uh, three looks would have been nice, but uh, I just didn't really see any of that. Garland also seemed to look like hesitant to shoot in general. He had a couple chances I thought where he like could have taken you know slightly contested jumpers, just wasn't taking them. Um, so yeah, I don't know. That was really disappointing. But Knicks, man, I, I got to give props to the Knicks. Uh, I, I did pick them, so I will like take partial credit for it. But like this team is legit. Um, the offense is obviously still a lot of question marks, but um, defensively they are all over the place. Uh, so much size and length. Uh, everyone plays so hard. They like uh, being able to push in transition, get those easy baskets. Uh, Brunson is still a baller. Um, I don't know if he can, you know, take on the heat. Uh, we'll talk about that at some point, I'm sure. Um, but uh, he, he was great against the Cavs and I mean, Mitchell Robinson, Josh Hart. Uh, those two guys probably changed the, the tide of the series altogether. Because, I mean, after game two, I know you were kind of thinking, oh, the Cavs kind of, you know, stabilize the ship, all that. Um, but these last three games, I mean, they've just gotten – uh, like I, I hate to say, it, like it sounds like a cliche, but like Cavs just got out hustled, and Knicks just like you know straight up like if if there was ever a series where like one team just wanted it more, this is like the pure definition of like yeah. that series. New York just yeah. wanted the ball, I mean, the physicality um, stuff, yeah. the effort stuff. So it was all there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cleveland fans started booing. There was like a stretch where like New York got like four offensive boards in a, like a row. <laughs> it was it was bad. Yeah. Um. Power rank the most disappointing Cavs. I think number one has to be Mitchell. Um, yeah, but number two, I'd probably go Allen Mobley. I think Mobley. Okay. okay, I think Mobley was a little better, but now, that was like two A two B for me. So. <laughs> yeah. I think number three has to be bigger staff. If those are the two A and two B, uh, yeah. and then Garland. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean Garland was disappointing. I mean, you had I didn't really have high expectations for like none of their top four guys played well. Yeah. And like, he just can't win a season. Yeah. That's what it boils down to. 
I mean, even if, if just Mitchell had shown up and put on an offensive clinic, I think they could have stolen at least two games for the season, right? Yeah. Um, game five, it definitely felt like they were literally just like – Game four there was, was a stretch there. of like five minutes when no one was scoring. You know, that's the stretch that you need Mitchell to go out. Game four and back. five were there from taking four, it. Even game one, yeah. even though he had a good scoring game, just kind of Brunson cooking Chetty down the stretch. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That next Heat series is going to be an absolute war. Uh, physical and we'll, we'll preview it um, or, or react to the first game um, when it happens. But uh, I think it's going to be Sunday. Um, okay. Sunday at one. Yeah. You got to go. Um, I do. Bucks. Wow. <laughs> Jimmy Butler, our favorite player in the league. Does yes. it. Man. We've been.